Before we get started, I want to tell you about my experience with Own It Fitness. Own It Fitness is a place that helped me discover my fitness goals. They did a full evaluation of my physical condition, and they set out a plan for me to be able to meet my goals. And on top of that, they found a way to be able to work with my busy schedule. And they can do that for you as well. Own It Fitness is the perfect place for professionals to find the friends that they need to help them meet their physical goals. If you're looking for a place that can help you, if you're looking for a place that's friendly and a place that will help you confidently meet the physical goals that you have for yourself, then check out Own It Fitness. They're on the corner of Mallory and Blakeow. This episode has been brought to you by Fremont Bank. Fremont Bank has been serving people and businesses in our community for over 60 years. For more information about the Fremont Bank, check out episode 104 on the Fremont Podcast. This episode has also been brought to you by Minutemen Press. If you are looking for design or printing needs, reach out to them. Let them know you heard about them on the Fremont Podcast. They'll give you 20% off on your first order. Banter Bookshop is your local go-to for all your reading resources. If they don't have it on the shelf, you can ask them and they can order it for you. Check them out on Capitol Avenue. Let them know that you heard about them on the Fremont Podcast. If you are looking to buy or sell a home, check out Petroselli Homes on Niles Boulevard. Coming to you straight from Fremont, California, this is the Fremont Podcast dedicated to telling the stories of the past and present of the people and places of the city of Fremont, one conversation at a time. Now, here's your host, Ricky B. Hello, Fremont. You're listening to episode number 42 of the Fremont Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. It is such a privilege to have you listening in on these conversations. Well, it's election season and we are going to be hearing a lot about different elected officials and people running for office and props and today I have one of those people running for our city council joining me today uh, to talk about the time that she has spent here in the city of Fremont but before we do that here's a word from our sponsor. Gary Williams here. Some friends of mine are making a difference in the community, and one of the ways they're doing that is helping to sponsor this podcast. Petroselli Homes Realty Group is a boutique brokerage service located in downtown Niles. John and Jennifer Petroselli have had the honor of helping countless buyers and sellers make effective real estate decisions to plant their roots, raise their families, expand their wealth, or simply relax and retire. So if what I've described is what you might be looking for in a realtor, I suggest getting in touch with Petroselli Homes on Niles Boulevard in downtown Niles. Hey, what's your name? Ann. Ann, and you are shopping today at Dale Hardware, but you don't live in Fremont, do you? I do not. Where do you live? I live in Hayward. Hayward, so... Or as we call it, Hayward. <laughs> so why, do you, why did you drive all the way over... Uh, to Dale to shop today. Oh, not only do they have the best selection of tools around, they also have great service and they have wonderful plants with a guarantee. 
Oh, I and didn't know about that. And the choice of plants, a variety of plants that I can't find anywhere else nearby. Wow, so that, that's what you were doing today? You were that's working on your garden? That's what I was doing today. Okay, how, mm-hmm. how long have you been shopping a day? How many years? Oh my gosh, well, let's see, we've been here since 1996. Wow. So that's... Well, no, I... I I don't think we've been shopping here that long, but at least 15, 20. Wow, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came out today, and I hope you get your garden projects finished. Thank you very much. Have a great nice day. Time. You too. Well, we are approaching the holiday season. The next couple of months are going to be a great time for our community as we celebrate a number of different holidays. And there are always great events around town that we can take part in. Uh, and you will see many of those things posted on social media. I will be sharing those uh, events that I see around town on social media. You'll also need to keep your eye out for Dale Hardware, especially for the kids. They will be having some special events uh, as well on sp- specific weekends. So you'll want to. Uh, Keep your eye out and look for those as well. But along with the different holidays that are happening about this time of year, we also have election season, which takes place as well this time of year. (laughs) Um, And if you've listened to previous episodes, you remember that I'm not a big politics person. I um, don't like getting involved in politics, um, but it is something that makes a difference in our community. And uh, actually, um, going forward after this episode, I've made it a personal policy that I'm just not going to do in interviews uh, with people who are running for office. It can just get a little tricky. So I want to focus on the day-to-day things that our community can be a part of that will make a difference in our community and to hear about people who've already been making a difference in our community. But I had someone reach out to me and they thought that it would be good for me to have a conversation with Kathy Kimberlin. She's lived in Fremont for a a few decades. And the conversation that I had with her was really great. And I'm really glad that I can share it with you here on this episode of the podcast. So here is my conversation with Kathy Kimberlin, who is now running for city council. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, Fremont. Welcome back to another episode of the Fremont Podcast. I am once again recording in the Devout Warehouse, so you may hear work going on. Um, They are always busy roasting, bagging uh, great coffee for everyone in Fremont and all around the Bay. Today, I am joined by Kathy Kimberlin. She is running for city council. I always just feel like the signs that pop up everywhere and the names that you see everywhere are just so sterile and they they have no life or personality to them. And I just want to know who it is, who is that person behind the name and who is the person behind, you know, whose name is on the ballot. So uh, today we are going to be talking with Kathy Kimberlin and she is running for city council, District 3. Well, Ricky, thank you so much for inviting me here. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to our conversation and awesome. what I can tell people about my experience in Fremont. Um, I, you know, one of the things that I have said, and this is my opinion, so, you know, people can take it for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think when it comes to politics and, elect, and, and elections, um, I feel like um, our world in general, not just Fremont and not just California, All but over. the world in general, 
has de- it's developed into this thing where people who truly care about the community, tr- people who truly care about people and want to make a difference just don't like politics and so they stay out of it. Very true. And and the people that love politics and maybe maybe they have a a general or maybe a, a big broad opinion or perspective on the community but they really love politics. They're the ones who get in and run for the you know run for office. Mm-hmm. And I I just feel like um the people that we really really need in those offices are people who actually really genuinely care about the community and they've actually been I was just we were just talking about um I was I can't remember who it was but it was someone recently I had on the podcast it was we were talking about it off the podcast but we were just talking about the fact um that in the past decades ago people who were uh involved in a lot of the city politics were actually people who had lived here their whole life and they were they were mm. ingrained in the community and they were actually doing this out of uh, a continued service when I hear about Um, trying to make a better place for my children to grow up and to call home. You know, I want somebody who's been truly invested in the community, someone who knows the inside and out, knows the people inside out, who's had an open ear. When did your experience start in Fremont? When did, how long have you lived in Fremont? I moved to Fremont in 1980. Where did you move from? What, what, what brought oh, you? Was, where did you come from when you when you moved to Fremont? Glad you're asking me that. I yeah. moved here from Chicago. Okay. okay, and I grew up, spent my first 22 years in Chicago. Wow, and uh, actually 20 years, and then spent a couple years in uh, Quincy, Illinois, right along the Mississippi. Okay, and just kept moving west. Wow. So, are you a Chicago Bears fan, or are you a 49ers fan, or both? Both. <laughs> <laughs> the bonus is when they play together. Yes. I'm going to win either which way. I think that was one go. of my first football games I, I tuned into when I moved out here. That's awesome. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Very cool. So so you've lived here for about 40 years and you moved from Chicago. Mm-hmm. My very first job in Fremont <laughs> was for Fremont Bank. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Fremont Bank has grown a lot in the last Oh my goodness, years. yeah. And yeah. I mean, they've got the big building downtown that is going up too. So, I mean, it's getting bigger. Yeah, they've been not only a great business, but they've been a great community partner. Okay. They really have been. Wow. How long did you work for uh, Fremont Bank? Worked for Fremont Bank for a couple of years. Went on to uh, PG&E because I heard the corporate world is where you go. Okay. Then I thought I was going to start my own business, be an entrepreneur, you know, break out into something that I was really passionate about. And then... I got married, and we agreed we could get married because we were never going to have children. <laughs> so, That's, you don't want kids, I don't want kids. Was this that is part of your wedding out. vows? Yeah, you know, almost. <laughs> but that was one of the reasons that we thought we would be a good fit. Okay. So, my husband, who worked at the time for the uh, San Francisco, he worked for the mayor, he was an official photographer for the mayor of San Francisco. Wow. So, we spent several years you know, having fun in San Francisco and we'd go to parties and, and wow. it was a lot, a lot of fun. I bet. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it's really a great good. time. Was that the 90s, I guess, then? That was uh, the 80s. We 80s got married still, in 84 okay. and so we okay. spent fun, fun, fun times partying in San Francisco during the 80s. <laughs> and then That's after awesome. about seven years, we went and had breakfast at Dino's in Centerville and I said, do you want to have a baby? And he said, yeah. So we both changed our mind, oh basically. My, it took, Seven it, years it took in. A dinner at Dino's to yeah, decide. Breakfast at Dino's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're like, okay, of all the places. Well, actually, 
he proposed to me at El Patio when El Patio was in Glenmore. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. So, so we, yeah. have, we have these little landmarks throughout yeah. Fremont, right? Especially yeah. in Centerville. Yeah. So um, eventually then I, I had one son, then I had another son. Oh. And uh, best thing that I thought I'd stop it too, I have an arm for each of them. Okay. One, one, one arm for each child. <laughs> that's about, that's all you can handle. That's yeah. all you got. So yeah. I'll stop there. My husband and I have just been parallel parents and parallel in, in what we want to teach our children, how we wanted them, what they wanted, we wanted them to be exposed to. Okay. We agreed on most things. Good. Um, but then as they started going to school, it was very interesting to see the challenges that school sites have. Hmm. And I found that they needed help. They needed volunteerism. There were PTAs. The teachers needed help in their classrooms. And before you know it, I was rolling up my sleeves and I was there quite a bit. In, free, in, the, in the Fremont district? In the Fremont area. Actually, they started preschool at a co-op. Okay, wow. And so that taught me how to be involved in the school, help the teacher, wow. help the aides. And then as it, kind of that's where the, the volunteer monster in me began. Wow. I wasn't taught about community as a little child. You know, we moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this is really fascinating. You can be... You can be surrounded in your community. You can help in your community. I want to teach my children that it makes a difference if you help in your community. Wow. And that, you know, one person doing this can make a difference. One person doing that. But when you all come together, you can make such incredible change and growth. I would love for it to, to, for that sort of message to resonate and to ripple throughout the community here in Fremont that, you know, we don't just sit back and wait for um, somebody else to do the job, to do the work. To, to make a difference. We actually step in and we can join together and you know, do the things that we're good at to be able to contribute and then help other people to do what they're good at so that they can contribute as well. Very, very true. And you see those examples throughout Fremont all the time. You see it in uh, here at Devout Coffee. You see, right. you see, you feel community when you're yep. here. You feel it. Yep. Um, in Centerville at the Afghanan Kebab House, you know, mm. he's got a big mural he's painted yeah. on the back of his place that really faces nothing that suits nobody but the people who are walking wow. through. Wow. And so it's it's not to do things fake. It's for real. It's from the heart. That. He yeah. wants people to feel like they're welcome there. Yeah. Um, but that also makes me think, you know, going back, reflecting on my days on, on the playground yeah. Yeah. with the kids. Yeah. That was in the mid nineties. Uh-huh. A lot of the mommies on the playground looked like me. Hmm. A lot of the mommies on the playground sounded like hmm. me. They were Caucasian. They had blonde hair. And then as time went on, it changed. Yeah. And it changed for the better. Hmm. We started having multicultural nights. And so we started sharing food. And when you share food, you start talking about cultures. and You start talking about practices that maybe mm. you do. But I found so many of the families, they wanted to bring their culture with them, but they wanted to incorporate the new culture here in America. That's awesome. And that wow. was so great for my kids to see that as an example. And so oftentimes I've carried that with me through my life. Mm. I'm like, okay, if the kids are on the playground together all playing, and they're all different colors and yeah, sizes right. and shapes, right. why don't we remember that as we grow up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you volunteer the entire time your, your sons were in the school system then? I sure did. And most it started out with their PTA. And then mm-hmm. as they went up into junior high, they'd, you know you still volunteer a bit. Yep. But in high school, you're volunteering in a different way. And oftentimes, they don't want to see you because right. they want to be with their friends. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh-huh. However, as, as we started nearing the end of their school, that's when I really started getting in really really deep with the local nonprofits. Mm, okay, and I see. that's kind of where I then reinvested my interests. I remember at one point, as they were getting older, I asked a friend of mine, I said, so where do I want to do something next? Well, in just a moment, we'll hear the rest of that conversation. Before the break, Kathy Kimberlin asked, where do I want to do something next? And the where you should do something next 
is at our sponsor, Dale Hardware. Dale Hardware has been helping people make Fremont their home for over 65 years, and they are still doing that today. If you are working on any kind of renovation or repair project, anything for your home or business, Dale Hardware has all the materials and advice you need. Dale Hardware has helpful people. Imagine actual staff members in the aisles and at the service counters, all ready to help you. Dale Hardware has always been a supporter of community events and local organizations within Fremont, little leagues, summer concerts at the park, and now their generous local support includes this podcast. By the way, Dale Hardware hosts their own community events at the store on Thornton Avenue. Look for those in the weeks to come. As we get back to our conversation with Kathy Kimberlin, she told me about her years volunteering in Fremont. In addition to volunteering at her children's school, Kathy has been the president of the Centerville Business and Community Association and is currently serving as the president of the Rotary Club of Fremont. She has also held a seat on the Fremont Chamber of Commerce Government Affairs Committee. There came a point where the ki- as the kids were getting older, uh, realized, okay, so I need to go back into the working world. Mm. And I was really very happy that I could have that time with my children. But as I went back into the working world, you'll never guess where I started working. Where? Where? <laughs> my son's school. So you, were you, uh, did you work in the office? Or yes, I worked te- in the okay. office. I had the secretary there, pretty much mentored me and said, Kathy, come on, this is, this is you. Okay. And so I started, did that for a few years, worked at Oliveira Elementary School, where my heart still is. And then I finally went into the Fremont Unified Human Resources Department, was on the management team there. Okay. Um, Place that I really learned a lot from was through my role with uh, CBCA, I became, I got a seat on the Fremont Chamber Government Affairs Committee. Oh, okay. And so that really took me to the next level of understanding a little bit more about legislature, regional, Hmm. regional partnerships and things like that. So Mm -hmm. um, that was a really great stepping stone and learning ground for me. I, I did retire from Fremont Unified. Oh, okay. However, so how long did you work for them? I worked for them about 14 years. Okay, okay. However, I didn't stay retired for very long. So in February of 2021, I was hired by the Alameda County, the new Alameda County Supervisor, David Halbert, okay. to yeah. be his field director to help him learn Fremont. Wow. He knew Dublin, he knew Livermore, okay. but he didn't know Fremont. And he yeah. says, well, I think Kathy knows Fremont. Huh, and that's awesome. So that has been, for me, another learning curve. Yeah. Of course, I know Fremont, but this has helped me learn that there are things a supervisor can do. There are things a council member can do. Huh. And there are sometimes you have to go to the city first or sometimes the county first. And that's very confusing for people. But bottom line, connect people to resources is the wow. bottom line bo- both levels will do. Like what is it that this role, what does this role uh, offer you that we as a community can look at and say, we're so glad that you are in this role uh, and, and, and serving us in this way? I have grown relationships know a lot of people, have a lot of conversations, mm. collaborate, and, you know, sometimes agree to disagree. Mm. And that's okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that, th- those relationships and that experience, I think, will benefit city council because I, I have a level head. Mm. I sometimes can, can know when to compromise yeah. or when to ask for compromise. Yep. And then the other thing is, this is, this is what I've been doing for so many years. Mm-hmm. Why not put it where I can make an even bigger difference? Right. And then I'll go back to my kids again. Yeah that I would love to see Fremont be a place that is, is more welcoming and more enticing that would keep young, young people here. Yeah. Because a lot of time, my, my oldest son, who's 31 now, lives in Philadelphia. Wow. 
And so what is what, what can we do in Fremont? Mm-hmm. It's a great place for families, sure. great pa- place to raise kids, mm-hmm. a great place for uh, people to retire, mm-hmm. you know. However, for young adults, they leave. They yeah. go to other surrounding cities. And so I'd like to see us be more vibrant in that way yeah. and keep keep the um, the sales tax here when they want to spend money, <laughs> right. when they want to have a meal. Yeah, that's great. I love so, that. So yeah. that might be a personal agenda, but I've heard sure. that from yeah. a lot of people. What are... When you, when you, I know I'm going to go back, I'm going to go back a little bit, but, um, you mentioned Dino's Mm -hmm. and you mentioned, um, El Patio Mm -hmm. and both of those are landmarks that, you know, you have memories connected to. What are some of the other, um, memories that you have right here in Fremont, uh, when you're driving around the city that, that really stand out to you as being a special thing that you've experienced in your life here in the city? The mass science nucleus. Okay. They're on I'm the, not familiar with that. Okay, yeah, let me tell yeah, you about yeah, that. Yeah, they are a treasure in our community. And Joyce Blueford, who is the president of the Mass Science Nucleus, is a treasure to our city. She's got her hands in so many projects. Okay. <laughs> I helped her plan the 150th anniversary of the Great Quake on the Hayward Fault. Wow. And we had that right in Central Park where you can see Mission Peak. And she would tell the story of Mission Peak used to be down low. You can see fossils from the sea on top of Mission Peak. And so what she brings to Fremont in her um, knowledge base, we have the walking earthquake exhibit through Central Park that she has been instrumental in getting on. She has taught children at the Math Science Nucleus. They used to come there for field trips. And during the pandemic, she brought it to Zoom and, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands wow. of students, not only in Fremont, but she is almost a national or a Fremont treasure a for Fremont sure. A Fremont treasure. Wow. She's That's worked with amazing. California Nursery. So in my work with her over the years and the things she's exposed me to, the beauty of our yeah. community, the natural resources we have here That's has cool. been quite memorable. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Do you have any uh, restaurants or anywhere that you love to go? Um, Any places that you Mm. frequent around here? Yes. Well, you talked about the diversity of food, and and I know that was in the context of uh, uh, of the interactions that you had and like with with uh, parents and families in the school system. But what are some of the places that you like to go visit? Well, I don't know if you know, but the uh, Diafkanan Kebab House has people come from all over the Bay Area. Wow. All over the Bay okay. Area. So they are, they're fabulous. Yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, Satomi Sushi is fabulous. Okay. Okay. Massimo's, just oh, yeah. cozy, comfortable, oh, yeah. delightful, yeah. delicious. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, That's those awesome. are a few. Very cool. Well, oh, wait. Yo, oh, yeah. We're here in Niles. And uh, if I didn't mention skillets. Oh, oh, my goodness. Or the butchery. Yeah. Yeah. Ambrose. Oh, yeah. yes. When, when, you know, if you were to fast forward, five, 10 years from now, what would you love to be able to leave to the city of Fremont? What would you like for people to be able to look back and say, um, Kathy did this for our community and made a difference in this way? What, what, what would you like for people to remember you for? Basically that I did make a difference and I just didn't take and I just didn't hmm. breathe for free that I really gave back to the community, gave back to the future generations made it better for future generations mm. and, and really helped Fremont. They're, they were built as a bedroom community and that was great. It served mm-hmm. us well then, mm-hmm. but it's been changing and it's morphing. And I think we have great leadership in our city. I think our city manager is fabulous, mm. but she needs help. She needs other vision. Just like, you know, we talked about before we got on about how when you get several minds together yeah. that you can come up with great things and you can do great work. Yeah. And that's what I'd like to really see is work as a team not fight as a team, but work, be respectful, and get stuff done so that we have a better future for future generations. Oh. And we move from that bedroom community to a vibrant, thriving community for all ages. 
thank you for sharing that with me and sharing it with the Fremont community. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Yep, appreciate it. Before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to Andrew Cavett, who helped me to edit this episode. You've been listening to the Fremont Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever it is that you listen so you don't miss an episode. And if you're so inclined, leave a kind review so that others can find the podcast. To stay connected with us, you can find links to our social media and other content at thefremontpodcast.com. This episode was hosted, edited, and produced by Ricky B. Music provided through soundstripe.com. I'm Gary Williams. Join us next week on the Fremont Podcast. Muggins Media. Thank you for listening to the Fremont Podcast. If you are an individual or a business that would like to be a sponsor partner on the podcast, please reach out at thefremontpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website, thefremontpodcast.com and you can reach out to us through our contact form. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing and thank you for your support.